Hello? Fiona? Hey, kid. What's up? Um, Sadie and Colin, she, uh, she had sex with them. Oh? Yeah, I, uh, I just got off the phone with her and, well, she, she said it was great, so I'm, yeah, good for her, right? I, uh, Larry? I, I mean, some of us go through our whole high school entirety without knowing the touch of another person, so, you know what, good for her, I'm thrilled for them, I'm happy for them, I'm really, really just- Larry! What? Are you okay? Fine, I'm just dandy, I'm- Okay. Now, answer that like you didn't just get fixed at the vet. Oh god, I... I don't know. I just... How did you find out? She she just told me. Just now? Literally, just now. I just got off the phone with her. How did that even come up in conversation? What, did she just call and say, Hey, I fucked Colin. Talk to you later? Pretty much. Wait, seriously? Uh-huh. Jesus, no foreplay with her. So, what? She just called? Or, wait. Did she call you, or did you call her? No, she, um... She called me and told me that she wanted me to be the first to know because I'm... I'm her best friend. Wow. Just... <laughs> wow. What? Nothing. Just... You sure you're doing okay? Yeah, why? Well, if the girl that I'd been pining for since middle school called me up just to rub in the fact that she willingly let some loser with a gross dick give her multiple orgasms... Wait, who said anything about multiple orgasms? I'm just speculating. That being said, this is Colin we're talking about here, so the chances of there being something left to be desired in the orgasm department are pretty high. Anyway, the point that I was previously trying to make was that if I got that phone call, I'd feel pretty shitty. So, I ask again, are you sure you're okay? I'm... Fuck. Hey, Larry, can I call you back? Um, sure. Sadie! Speak of the fucking devil, what can I do for ya? Hey, is your brother there? Why don't you call him? He isn't answering his phone. I I figured since it's Thanksgiving, you guys would probably be spending it together. We're not. Oh. I just had some news, that's all. Is everything okay? Yeah, you know, Thanksgiving is a time to be with family, so... No. Everything very far south of okay. Oh. I'm sorry. Don't be. Compared to other Thanksgivings I've endured, it could be much worse. Mom has new daddy number three. New daddy number three? Her third husband. His fifth wife. I'm sure they'll make it work. Anyway, she has him to keep her occupied, so I've been hiding in my room drinking a bottle of vodka I swiped from her liquor cabinet. Oh, that sounds... fun. No, doesn't it? Sounds fucking miserable. Anyway, it's either here or my dad's where I'm really not wanted. Why is that? Red-headed bastard, remember? Yeah, his mom bitches about you a lot, especially when she drinks. So, always? Well, if she's not bitching about you, she's going on some pious rant. I swear to God, people like her is why my family and I left the church. Hey, that's right! Zemu be praised. Um, thanks? Don't mention it. How the hell do you even go from Catholic to Scientologist anyway? 
That's kind of like going from hippie to jihadist. <laughs> but then again, Tom Cruise and John Travolta did it. Well. I don't actually care, Sadie. Just thinking out loud. Anyway, what did you want to talk to my brother about? I'm sorry, what? News, Sadie. You said you had news. What's the news? Oh, nothing major. I, I just... Well, sweetie, if losing your virginity is a major, then I don't know what is. How did you... Sweetie, everyone knows. What? Yeah, Colin couldn't wait to tell anyone with a pulse, which... Well, I'm sorry, it's a high school in Vegas. No one gives a shit if you lose your virginity. He told you? Of course he did! He's a guy! He said you were great. Besides, what do you care? You were the one calling to rub it in, not him. Rub what? Oh, spare me. I know you've seen the way those two saps look at you for God knows why. That's not... Yes, it is. But don't worry. I don't judge. Well, <laughs> actually, you know what? Tell a lie. You did fuck Colin, so I judge you just a teeny bit. Anyways, my point is that I've done this too. It's a rush. Toy with a guy who you would know would crawl naked on broken glass for you while you flaunt exploits in front of him, knowing he's agonizing himself over you. It's a hell of a confidence boost, because you tell yourself at the end of the day they'll never leave. Or they'll never get sick of your bullshit, or maybe just the thought of them living vicariously through you gives you just the slightest tingle. Okay, you're drunk. I'm hanging up. You know, Larry, poor son of a bitch that he is, makes his feelings for you way too obvious for his own good. My brother, on the other hand, plays his cards very close to his chest. Well, that's not... Sadie, may I be honest with you? Um, sure. Excellent. Now I need you to listen to me, okay? Okay. Okay. You listening? Yeah. Wonderful. Now listen. I don't like you. What? I don't like you. I don't like your face, and I don't like the fact that you even exist. Okay? Now... You want to try to keep screwing with Larry's head? By all means. Might help the kid grow a backbone. But you're going to stop screwing with my brother. Do you understand me? I'm not trying to screw with- Sweetheart, I'm on to you. So do yourself a favor, and don't bullshit a bullshitter, okay? Whatever misguided psychosexual mind games you want to play with, Larry, knock yourself out. Just know that my brother is off-limits. Do you understand? Yeah. And Sadie, if you don't listen to me and back off- I want you to understand that in no uncertain terms, I will throw acid in your face. Get the picture? Uh-huh. I mean it, Sadie. Stick with Larry. Poor little guy could use the heartbreak. In fact, I actively encourage you to stick with Larry. I mean, if you wanted to crush the poor kid's heart, fucking Colin was definitely the way to go. I can't believe you did that. Jesus Christ. Where the fuck do you get off being so self-righteous? You fucked him too. I did what now? You did, didn't you? Fuck him? Yeah, he only wishes I did. He said- Sadie, the truth is that out of pity, I attempted to go down on him once. As someone who has recently fucked him, I'm sure that you're aware that there are certain issues involving hygiene. He said- That was normal. The way it- Well then, baby girl, I got bad news and worse news for you. The bad news is that he lied to you, and the worst news is that you're a fucking idiot. Point being, I took one look at that thing and walked away without saying a damn word to him. But you know what? To each their own, because from what I understand, you had a great time. So, Mazel tov, I guess. I didn't. I'm sorry, you didn't what? I lied, okay? I didn't have a great time. It, it felt gross. I felt gross. I couldn't wait for it to be over, and- Sadie. 
Yeah? Sadie, sweetie, you mistake me for someone who gives a rat's ass. I have zero interest in your life story, and even less sympathy for stupid people such as yourself making stupid decisions such as the one you made. Now, I have another call to make. I said what I needed to say to you. So, you have a lovely Thanksgiving, and fuck off. You lying sack of disease. Okay, what do you want, Fiona? It's Thanksgiving and I- Shut up. What? You've been telling lies, Colin. That's not very nice. I- I didn't- Yes, yes, Colin, yes, you did. So, here's what you're going to do. After this phone call, you are going to call or text. I don't really give a shit which you do. Okay, you know what- I'm not done. I'm not done. Call or text- Everyone, and I fucking mean everyone, who you lied to about me sleeping with you because you and I both know that I didn't touch you and, more accurately, wouldn't touch you. Do you understand me? You know what, Fiona? Blow me. I tried that. I'd sooner shoot myself. Fuck you, Fiona. I don't have to do a fucking thing for you. You know why I told people you let me fuck you? Oh, by all means, enlighten me. Because they believe it. After you fuck those two priests at the convent. I'm sorry, what? Oh my god, I haven't heard that one. Oh, what the fuck ever, Fiona. I heard all about why you got kicked out of the convent. Okay, Colin, I'm gonna stop you right there. First of all, I was never at a convent. It was just Catholic school, which is like a convent, but with boys. Second of all, two priests? Really? That's... Actually, going on my bucket list now. But anyway, my point is that story, or that HBO After Dark variation of it, didn't happen. Plus, I'm sorry, it's fucking Vegas. A 16-year-old caught having a threesome with two priests? Give me a fucking break. If that were even true, it wouldn't be a high school rumor, it'd be a fucking Channel 8 news special. Doesn't matter if it's true or not, Fiona. People already believe it. Colin, you already duped some stupid slut into banging you. Do you really need to add me on as one of your charity donors? Why the hell not, Fiona? Again, it's not like they wouldn't believe me. Well, Colin, you've definitely got me there. Yeah, I know I do. Well, good for you. That reminds me, did I ever talk to you about my last serious boyfriend? Fiona, I'm not trying to be a dick here. But I wasn't dating you so I could get to know you better. Okay, fair enough, but I'm going to tell you about him anyway, so please listen. Is this going to take long? It shouldn't. Okay, fine. I'm listening. His name was Jack. He was tall. Cute. Said just the right things to make me feel like I was worth a damn. I was... I was crazy about him. He was also a brutal son of a bitch. Although, truth be told, that wasn't exactly new for me. All the ones that I fell for were. Anyway, what made this relationship different was that when I started dating him, my dad was also being sent to prison and there was no way in hell that my mom was going to let me visit him. And when people like my dad go to prison, their people close ranks. No outsiders. Being his bastard daughter made me an outsider, so I had literally no one looking out for me. 
In fact, the night my dad was sentenced was also the night of my first time, and you know it's true what they say. You never forget your first time. And I will never forget what that bastard did to me, and what he made me do to him. As the relationship went on, he got better at hiding what he was like behind closed doors. Didn't even leave bruises anymore. And without anything visible to show, there was no way that anyone would take me seriously, least of all my mother. Having to fend for myself without my dad was... It was terrifying. I'd never felt more alone in my life than I did then. You know, it's funny. Looking back, I'm really amazed that I took as much from Jack as I did. But everyone has a breaking point. And six months in, I'd reached mine. I decided it was time to live up to my family's name. Mom was out, so I invited Jack over. I told him that he could do whatever he wanted to me. And being the twisted fuck that he was, well, let's just say he had his fun. But that was the point. I spent three hours letting him brutalize and degrade me in any way he wanted, but he wasn't worried. Every mark he had left on me could easily be covered by my clothes. By this point, he'd pretty much come to the conclusion that he could get away with doing whatever he wanted to me. And that was good. I wanted him to keep thinking that. When he was done, he left, and I was in the house alone. I went to my bathroom, took a long, hard look in the mirror, and then I smashed my face into it. After I did that, I threw myself down the stairs, and yes, I did break a few bones. Nothing major, though. Just enough to make it look good. Once I was able to move, I called 911 and reported Jack for rape and assault, and given my physical state and the fact that I still had his semen inside of me, the cops and my mother, who for once actually seemed concerned about my well-being, saw no problem arresting him that very night. You know, it's funny. I had that son of a bitch put away on a false rape charge, and that night was the only night that I was a willing participant. Ironic, isn't it? Why the fuck did you tell me this? Because I want you to know just what I'm made of. I want you to know the kind of grit that I am willing to demonstrate on people who cross me. Think you can say the same about yourself, Colin? Because I don't. In fact, I can hear you shivering over the phone. Good. Keep it up. And know that that feeling you have right now will be nothing compared to what will happen to you if you don't take back your lie about me. Because at the end of the day, Colin, my dad is out of prison now. And while I could go to him, I don't need to. Having a mobster dad is all good and well, but it doesn't mean shit if you can't handle yourself. And I can. Can you? That's what I thought. Do we have an understanding? This... This is going to ruin me in the theater. For now, yes. But give it time and you'll be back to kissing ass in no time. And, Colin, you're also going to do something else for me. What? I want you to break up with Sadie. What? You heard me. Dump the bitch. In fact, dating is out of the question for you. At least for the rest of the school year. Including the breaks in between. Why? Think of it as a chastity vow of penance. 
Plus, if sex was your end goal, then she's already served her purpose. But don't worry. If you behave yourself, you can be back in the dating pool by your sophomore year. But until then, you are going to keep that crime scene you call a penis in your pants. And don't think for a second that you can get one over me by dating in secret, because I promise you, I will know. I've got more eyes and ears around that school than you think. Do we understand? Good. Because, make no mistake, princess, I own you. Fine. Good. And Colin, one more thing before I hang up. What? Happy Thanksgiving. Hello? Sorry, that took longer than I thought. So how are you? I'm... Oh, God, I really don't know. I'm just... You know, there's this episode of Allie McBeal. You watch Allie McBeal? Shut up. I'm trying to make a point. Anyway, in this episode, this guy falls in love with Allie. A few problems, though. One, he's already engaged. Two, he's fat. Both he and his fiancée are. Okay. Anyway, this whole episode is about whether or not someone who is conventionally viewed as unattractive or undesirable could ever be with someone who is viewed as conventionally beautiful, you know? Can it happen, or do they have to settle? Ultimately, it ends with him settling. He's he's not even in love with his fiancée. He just thinks that she's what he deserves, and she thinks he's all she deserves. Anyway, the episode ends with their wedding, and Vonda doing a very depressing rendition of I Only Want to Be With You. Well, eh, if I'm being honest, it's actually a pretty decent cover. Larry, what's your point? My point is, is that I think that's what's going to happen to me. I mean, Jesus, look at me. I may not be fat, but I'm... I mean, for God's sakes, they call me the creep. I just... People who look like Sadie don't fall for people who look like me. I mean, I have Asperger's, for God's sakes, and I'm... I'm in fucking special ed and... Oh, shit! Oh my god. So that's what's up with you. You can't- Relax, kid. Your secret's safe with me. Yeah, no one knows I'm a special head hand. Oh, I've known that for a while. I just didn't know why. Now I do. How did you- how did you know I- How did I know you were in special ed? Larry, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. There is not a single thing that happens in that school that I don't know about. I have eyes and ears everywhere. Students, teachers, janitors- I'm everywhere. Well, that's, um, fucking terrifying. Yeah, well, don't worry, your secret's safe with me. I haven't even told Tony. And he will never hear it from me. No one will. Okay, not that I'm ungrateful, but why? Why keep my secret? Why not? You haven't done anything to me. Don't piss me off and we're cool, okay? Yeah. Cool, yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah, thank you. Really, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't mention it, kid. So, other than Sadie, are you having a nice Thanksgiving? Not bad, but... I don't know, my mom's been... kinda weird. She hitting the bottle harder than usual? No, and that's what that's what's weird. She, she hasn't had a drop. She's been sober all day. Didn't even have a glass of champagne with dinner. Hell, she didn't, she didn't have a glass of wine. Lucky you. Mom and new daddy number three have been knocking them back all day. Sorry. 
Yeah, it's best to make myself scarce when Mom's been on an all-day bender. I, uh, I know the feeling. Hey, Larry, that's Tony. I have to go, okay? Yeah, no problem. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. Bye, Larry. Hey, you! Hey, have, uh, have you eaten yet? I'm not coming over, Tony. Yes, you are. Yeah, why is that? Mom and Dad had a fight. She left. Left as in left left, or left as in left for the night? I think it's just for the night. Three days tops. Who gives a shit? It's just Mom being a mom. Point is, she's gone. Let us come get you. Dad wants to see you. I want to see you. Dad's even cooking. Come on, what do you say? When will you be here? Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Get your asses over here. We'll be there in ten. Cool. I'm gonna tell Mom I'm going to a friend's. Text me when you guys are at the gate and I'll walk out to you. The last thing I need is for her to see you guys. Will do. See you soon. Love you. Love you too. You and Dad just seriously made my night. See you guys soon. See ya. Kevin, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. How's it going? Not bad. I actually just got off the phone with Fiona. Oh. How's she? She's fine, I guess. I mean, you know Fiona. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I do know Fiona. Um, why the bitter tone? What do you mean? Nothing. You just, you just seem- Larry, be careful around Fiona, okay? Okay? No, seriously, please be careful. You're not someone I would want to see hurt, that's all. The hell is that supposed to mean? I just... Look, if I were you, I'd keep my distance from her. (laughs) Fuck, I'd keep my distance away from that whole family. Well, I'm touched by your concern, I just don't think that's very realistic for for me. I mean, my, my mom's his dad's lawyer, for God's sakes, I've been friends with Tony since we were eight. Our families go on vacations together. I... You don't think you're being a little... I don't know. You don't think you're being a little hyperbolic? I've just... known her for a while, Larry. Long enough to know that she's not the kind of friend you want. Let me... Let me be the judge of that. I mean... What... What is your problem with her? It's a long story. I've got time. Maybe later. Just... If you're going to choose to be friends with Fiona Marchetti, just promise you'll watch your back, okay? Um, okay, I promise, I guess. Again, I really think you're being hyperbolic. I'm not. She's hurt a lot of people, Larry. I mean, if you just listen to the rumors... Don't listen to the rumors, Larry. Listen to me. She's fucking evil. Kevin, I have to be honest. She hasn't done anything to me, and I'm more inclined to give her the benefit of the doubt. Well, if you do, just remember you were warned, okay? Duly noted. I mean it, Larry. She's evil. You said? Just making sure you know. Okay. You have a good Thanksgiving, Larry. You too. Bye. Bye.
The Larry Wells Journals is written by James Cookson and produced by James and Tori Cookson. In this episode, you heard James Cookson as Larry, Tori Cookson as Fiona, Harper McGee as Sadie, Jimmy Brady as Colin, Kyle Grimes as Tony, and Sophia Hart as Kevin. Closing credits is possible by Ross Bugden. Find out more at Instagram.com slash Ross Bugden. Comments, questions, or just want to say hi? Email us at LarryWellsPodcast at gmail.com. To find out more about our show, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at LarryWellsPodcast. Lastly, if you like our show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps our show get found by new listeners, and we truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening, and be careful what you say. You never know who's recording.